I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. Tonight, golf gets recognized by the Louisiana Sports Writers Association. Cajun women's basketball player Tamara Johnson has an upcoming basketball camp. But first, Sun Belt Media Days are a few days away. It'll be the second media day for Cajun head coach Michael Desermo. Accompanying the coach this year, Neil Johnson and Casey Osai. Johnson, an all-Sun Belt honorable mention last year, is a team's returning leader in receptions and receiving yards. Osai had 63 tackles last year, ranked fifth on the team. The Cajuns are coming off its school record fifth bowl game and returning 41 letter winners from last year. And this season, the Cajuns will host six games at Cajun Field. We know the kickoff times for five Louisiana games this season. Louisiana will open its season September 2nd against Northwestern State at 6.30 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Then the Cajuns will hit the road to Old Dominion September 9th, 5 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. September 16th, the Cajuns will face the Blazers of UAB at 6 p.m. September 30th, they go to Minnesota for an 11 a.m. kick. And on Thursday, November 9th, Louisiana will host Southern Miss for the first time since 2001. Kickoff is set for 6.30 p.m. and will be on ESPNU. Other kick times will be announced later. To the hardwood, Coach Bob Marlin and the Cajun men's basketball team will spend the opening weekend of the 2023-24 season in Toledo, Ohio. Tonight, the Louisiana men's and women's basketball teams will be in the MAC SBC Challenge. Now, 12 Sun Belt teams will take on 12 teams from the Mid-American Conference. The Cajun men will face Toledo on November 11th in Toledo, Ohio. Cajun women will host Kent State in the Cajun Dome November 12th. There will be another MAC SBC Challenge in February. Those matchups to be determined. The Cajun men also have plans during Thanksgiving week. They'll play in the Gulf Coast Showcase in Estro, Florida. Louisiana will be part of a field there that includes Buffalo, High Point, Hofstra, Illinois State, Iona, Long Beach State, and Wright State. Louisiana's first game in the event will be November 20th against Wright State. The Cajuns took part in the Gulf Coast Showdown back in 2018, reaching the semifinals where they fell to eventual champion Toledo. They would get wins over Colorado State and Tulane during their time at the tournament. Meanwhile, the Cajun women, they're going to be headed to Costa Rica in August. It's the second international trip for the Cajun women. In 2019, Louisiana traveled to Cuba. This international excursion that will be August 8th through the 14th in San Jose, Costa Rica. The Cajuns will play Aceba Herefia, Gold San Jose, and the Costa Rica national team. And because of those games, Louisiana will be allotted 10 additional practices throughout the summer. Cajun women's basketball forward Tamara Johnson is hosting a youth basketball camp on July 28th and 29th at Lafayette Christian Academy. That camp is open for those from 8 to 17. The first day, campers will learn the fundamentals of basketball. Then, day two, they're going to compete against each other. Johnson explains why she wants to reach out and teach the young athletes. I think it's really important being that um, most kids, like middle school and high school, think that their skillability will get them. It's what's going to get them the playing time that they think that they deserve once they get to college. But it's really not the fact. Um, once you get to college, you have to worry about filling in the gaps uh, of the experienced players that's already there. And that means like you having to do like the, the scrappy work, like catching the ball with two hands, stepping to the ball, forcing turnovers, and making sure you're not turning the ball over. 
Cutoff date to register is July 26th. And if you'd like more information, visit the sports page at klfy.com. We've got more Cajun schedule talk. We're talking Cajun volleyball this time. Louisiana will host the red and white scrimmage on August 11th and Tulane on August 17th in an exhibition match. They're going to start the regular season on the road in Starkville, Mississippi from August 25th through the 27th. The Cajuns will make their regular season home debut at EK Long Gym September 14th through 16th. That's the Sawyer Camille Memorial Classic. Sunbelt play begins in September the 21st and the 22nd when the Cajuns host Troy. Last year, Louisiana made its first pro season tournament in program history. We have a look at the entire schedule on the Cajun Nation page on our website, klfy.com. Louisiana soccer, their schedule is also out. Cajuns will have a 10-match Sunbelt schedule and an 8-game home schedule. Cajuns will open its season with exhibition matches against McNeese and Northwestern State August 9th and 12th, respectively. They officially open the season August 17th on the road at Middle Tennessee. Cajun home season opener is August 20th against South Florida. Sunbelt play begins September 17th at Texas State. Louisiana will host ULM September 24th in our conference home opener. Admission to all Louisiana home soccer matches are free. Now this Louisiana squad features Carlene Bidra. She was named to the 2022 Louisiana Sports Writers Association women's soccer team. The fifth year senior finished as team leader in assists and was second in the team in points scored in the 2022 season. Bidra was the LSWA Freshman of the Year and first team selection in 2019. It was also a first pick in 2021. More Cajun Nation is coming. After the break, the Louisiana Sports Writers Association gives recognition to Cajun golf. Welcome back to the links we go now. Three members of the Louisiana golf team made the Louisiana Sports Writers Association men's and women's college golf team. One of those members, LSWA Freshman of the Year, Malin Pultgeiter. The freshman posted a 72.31 scoring average in 43 rounds of play while producing six top 20 finishes and four top 10 performances. He leads the team in scoring average, first round average, par four scoring, eagles and birdies. His coach, Theo Sliman, was named LSWA Coach of the Year. Sliman helped navigate the team to four top five finishes and its first ever appearance in the Sun Belt Conference match play. Also, its first Sun Belt Conference title since 2007 and first regional since 2012. Lafayette native Eli Ortego, named to the LSWA second team. He recorded 20 rounds of par or better with five rounds in the 60s. Ortego posted two top 10 finishes highlighted by his career best fourth place showing at the Sun Belt Conference Championships. On to baseball, three Cajun baseball players selected by the MLB. The first baseman, outfielder Carson Rockefort, was a second round competitive balance pick by Kansas City at number 66. He's number 129 in the top 250 draft prospects list. In his Cajun career, Rockefort had a 325 career batting average in three seasons at Louisiana. He earned first team all Sun Belt Conference and all ABCA South Central Region honors as a sophomore. In 2023, Rockefort ranked among the Sun Belt Conference leaders in runs scored and was one of two players to start every game for the Cajuns. Second Raging Cajun picked who hear his name called Julian Brock. 
the Cajun catcher, got picked in the 231st spot by the Texas Rangers. The 16th Cajun player selected by the Rangers. Brock is ranked number 122 on the top 250 draft prospects list. He joins Jonathan Lucroy, Paul Bacco, Anton Turingano, and Danny Masiate as the only Cajun catchers drafted in the first 10 rounds of the draft. In 2023, Brock earned first team ABCA, Rawlings All-Region, and All-Louisiana Honors after hitting 315 with a team best 11 home runs and 65 RBI on the season. Cajun right-hander Jackson Nezu became the third Louisiana player selected in the 2023 Major League Draft when he was drafted in a 14th round selection by the Houston Astros. Nezu posted a 9-6 record with a 6 ERA in his first season with the Raging Cajuns. He fanned 100 batters to finish fourth among Sun Belt Conference pitchers. Now, as far as the current Cajun baseball team, they will play in the six-team Astros Foundation College Classic. It will be at Minute Maid Park in March of 2024. Louisiana is going to join defending champion LSU, Vanderbilt, Texas, Houston, and Texas State in the six-team field. It's the fifth time the Cajuns will play in the event. UO plays Vandy, LSU, and Houston in the event starting March 1st. And there's a new addition to the Cajun staff, but a familiar face for Cajun Nation. Former Cajun All-American pitcher Gunnar Leger will serve as the team's coordinator of pitching and analytics. Leger, a two-time All-American and 2017 semifinalist for the Golden Spikes Award, won 24 games in his career at Louisiana under Hall of Fame coach Tony Robichaux and ranks among the school's career leaders in starts, innings pitch, wins, and strikeouts. He earned Sunbelt Freshman of the Year honors and was also named as a Freshman All-American by Collegiate Baseball, Perfect Game, and D1 Baseball. He was named the Sunbelt Conference Pitcher of the Year in his junior season. Coming up on Inside Cajun Nation, we continue our Inside Cajun Nation Summer Series, our first Indian Summer Series. When we come back, we'll hear from local high school coaches as they prepare for the start of the season. Welcome back uh, here with Rob Poole, the head coach at Church Point. First year uh, taking over for uh, J.C. Arsenault, a uh, guy who's been there uh, for a long time. Uh, how does that feel, taking over for a guy who's been been around for a long time that kind of kind of built a program, so to speak, and now you're kind of in charge? Well, uh, it makes it a lot easier when things are set up structurally. Uh, we have a good administration and a good faculty, and everybody is for athletics, so it makes it a lot easier in that way. Um, also, when you've been somewhere and they've been doing things the right way, you kind of learn how they did it. So you, there's not a cultural change when you change head coaches. You kind of just try to keep the train on the tracks. When talk a little bit about uh, your team and, and what you what you like about these guys, because uh, over the past uh, few seasons, you guys have been pretty successful in the postseason, just trying to keep that run and maybe push a little bit further to the Delmo. Right. We was just trying to create some depth in the summer and make sure we got more kids that can play winning football. but. Uh, I like our, our group because we got country kids. They know how to work hard, so they uh, they come to work every day and 
just trying to get them to compete. Today we get to play against somebody else, so it's going to be good times. Yeah, when you, when you look at building a, building a program and, and, and kind of sustaining what you guys have, it, it, what, what's, what's the key to that? What, what is the key to kind of keeping the keeping the train on the track, so to speak, and, and trying to get trying to get uh, a little bit further uh, when it comes to postseason? Just continuity in our program. Like from the time they're in seventh grade to twelfth, they run the same thing on offense and defense, so they don't. They hear the same language all the time, and our middle school kids come with us in the summer, so they're already kind of getting getting housebroken and seeing how we do things. So I think that's the key to any football program is just having a belief system in what you do and then getting good at it. When when you were, um, you know, a young man and getting excited about this time, is that the same feeling you get like right now? I mean, this is this is kind of the unofficial start of high school football season. Do you get those excitements? Uh, the, the, I wouldn't say butterflies in the stomach because it's not that nervous. Uh, but but right. you know what I mean? Are you excited about the just, hey, man, oh, here we go, the, the anticipation of, of yet another year? Well, I feel like I'm like that every day at, <laughs> at practice. But um, I guess when you're younger, you you probably put more stock in the winning seven-on-sevens and, and all that kind of stuff. And now it's just like, is everybody playing the game the right way? Do they know what to do? They're being good teammates, are they hustling? You know, are we, do we have the intangibles that we need to be a good football team when the season starts? Good stuff, man. Who y'all open up with? Um, we got a uh, – he's caught me off guard right there. <laughs> that that. Uh, we got Eunice, week one. Eunice. And, and so, uh, just, I mean, the, the, the when you look at a schedule, uh, you, you build up that pre-district schedule uh, to be tougher than, than – you know, it needs to be sometimes so that you can be battle-tested come district. You just kind of know what, you, what your team needs. You know, if you have a, a veteran team, I think if you lose one when you have a veteran team, it's not a big of a deal. If you have a young team and they're a little bit more fragile, you kind of schedule that way. But, you know, I inherited the schedule, and uh, <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. But but Eunice is a good football team. Rain's going to be really talented. Kinder's done a good job. So nobody on our schedule that's in the non-district, even Kaplan, like week eight. So everybody's – or week nine. Everybody's good. So we got to get ready to play every Friday night. Coach, thanks for the time. Always yeah. a pleasure talking to you. All right. All right, so there's one coach as we continue our first and ten summer series out here at STM where the Cougars are hosting the seven-on-seven seven, uh, air it out tournament. Uh, so we have much more now as we continue with our first and ten summer series. Welcome back, George Faust here. Thanks for coming out. We're taking Cajun Nation on the road, so to speak, sitting here with Abbeville head football coach Rod Moy. And coach, uh, thanks so much for the time. And just talk a little bit about how exciting you are for a season that you've kind of got this program kind of rolling right now. We're getting back. We're going to turn in the right direction. You know, this event kind of starts to get us itching to get back in those pads. You know, it signifies football's coming. So it's an exciting event. Some good athletes out here, and it's just exciting to be able to go out and get some work. You guys have, have, have kind of steadily improved uh, since you've taken over. What's been the key uh, for the success? Uh, is it commitment uh, the kids make or is it kind of the, the, the way you handle things? or uh, Just tell me what, what you think uh, it is. 100% buy-in by the kids. You know, they, they've taken that step and made the summers an important events like this to go out and showcase their skills, just get better every day, and, and it, it takes the offseason. You know, everybody wants to play on Friday nights when everybody's in the stands. You know, what are you doing in the summertime when it feels like this? And our kids are really bought into that, and it's helped us improve. Yeah, it, it's very – it says a lot about uh, a program if you can get them out there in the summer, right? In those workouts and things of that nature. Absolutely, because look, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's not easy with this, like, you know, with heat like this, but, you know, it's going to be even hotter when we start playing and put those pads on. So it, it makes it fun for the kids to get to come to an event like this and, and get to showcase their skills against other good teams. 
tell me a little bit about you and, and your journey and, and how you got to Abbeville. Because what is this? Your third year here? Yes. And so tell me, tell me about that. And what, what do you like about this this uh, this job and and, and the Ville? <laughs> well, it, it was actually a great experience at Gate On. We were able to get that thing turned around and had some quick success there. So now going into our fourth year, we've taken a small step every year, and now we're kind of ready to kick the door down and see how good we really can be. Because if we can maximize the talents. With the, with the with the athletes that come through Abbeville, we can do some great things. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you have a, a coaching staff that helps you out, I'm sure, as well. Can you talk about what you got uh, on the staff that uh, and, and how you guys have kind of come together? Well, we actually have the, the perfect mix. To, to be able to have a seasoned coach with the football experience of a tank low team calling our defense, and then the good energy of our guys, Miles Hutchinson, who won a state championship as a quarterback of Acadiana, Trevor Eaton, who has our basketball guys bought in. So they're getting the same message across every sport. I think we've got a great mix of coaches. And, and that allows us to relate to the kids very well. Tell, tell me about the, some of the players that we should be watching out for this year. Uh, I'm sure you have some talented kids. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, we've got a three-year starting returning quarterback in Todd Judge. We've got our defensive MVP of our district, and then Tazar and Stewart coming back on defense. So we've got some kids who have been four-year starters for us, and then they've you know, gone from come a long way you know they completely turned the corner you know people forget they were one and nine when we took this thing over we went to the quarterfinals once and these kids are hungry for more how important is it to, to they've had the taste of postseason success how important is that in kind of the seniors and the older guys bringing along the younger guys and going look this is what it should be we need to consistently be in this postseason well you said the word to, to be successful and be playing football in thanksgiving we, we have to be consistent you can't just be good every once in a while because once you get to the playoffs you only get one loss so having that experience those guys who have been there before they lock those other guys in and let them know what it takes coach thanks so much for the time really do appreciate you thank you look forward to the season yes sir we're excited all right we'll be right back I'm joined by STM head coach Jim Hightower. And coach, uh, this event, uh, every year, it's the unofficial start of high school football. You're right. It's such a, you know, I know a lot of people really look forward to this because we're able to get out here and see how much progress we've made this summer, you know, because all the teams have worked really hard over the last month and a half. And, you know, now you're getting closer to that season. You want to start seeing that you're getting game ready. And uh, it's a real good, uh, you know, grading for us to see where we're at. Yeah, a, a nice barometer of, uh, of where, where you're at. And uh, for you guys, y'all ended the season in the Dome, won a, a phenomenal state championship game, uh, whether you were on the LCA side or SDM side. It was exciting. And yes, uh, and, and can, how do you uh, kind of harness that momentum, or do you kind of have to tell them, hey, new season, new people, not, you know, new new deal here? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, that that enthusiasm carries you over for, you know, a little while, but then you got to get to work, and, you know, there's really no time. To, to be thinking back, you know, you got to move forward. And uh, I think our kids have done a really good job of that. Good stuff, Coach. Uh, I know you, the bracket play starts up here in a little bit. Uh, what do you look to see from your guys? Just just a continued improvement? Just making improvement, you know, trying to take the coaching points they've been given over the last five, six weeks and, and make that progress. You know, if you can see just a little bit of progress, you know you're moving in the right direction and you know that they're listening. So, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's always good. That's key for high school kids. All right, Coach, thanks so much for your time. Okay, appreciate, appreciate you. you. Uh, all right. I'll always look forward to covering the Cougars and uh, look forward to you guys joining us uh, later this month. Uh, actually, in August, we're going to do our Jamboree show. Uh, that'll be over at Cajun Field. You won't, don't want to miss that. And uh, of course, first and 10 all year long.
All right, so there you have it as uh, we continue our first and 10 summer series on Inside Cajun Nation. We're going to keep things rolling, though. Another chance for you to get to know your high school football program from around Acadiana as we continue the first and 10 summer series right now. Uh, Coach Vince Derwent joining me now. George Faust here. Coach Derwent there. Coach uh, St. Martinville coming into the year. You got to be excited about some of the guys you got back, most, uh, most notably in my mind. Uh, Steven Blanco, just uh, talk about your team and, and what you're excited about. Definitely excited about the kids uh, coming back. Again, like everybody else, uh, everybody has high expectations right now. So do we. Uh, and then Blanco kid, he's been starting since uh, his freshman year. So we definitely, you know, a pleasure to have. He's been around the program. He's the old man now. Uh, so, you know, we're just uh, looking forward to the season to start. You know, football is in the air. So, uh, you know, it's a little hot right now. But, you know, it, it, it goes with the territory. That's right. Uh, you, look, uh, you see our hats, so we, we know we know what we're doing with these hats, keeping the sun out of oh, yeah, our Yeah, old school cats. Wise, like a big tree. <laughs> Yours is awesome. That's, that's good stuff right there. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about uh, St. Martinville, what, what, what the, what the ex expectation is for you guys. I mean, uh, what do you think uh, is realistic here? Postseason deep run or what? Uh, we hope so. You know, everybody. If you look at the teams that were one ten last year, they all want to go with deep runs in the postseason. So, so do we. So, hopefully, we can get these guys healthy. Uh, you know, put on a good product on the field and, and put on a show. And hopefully, the hips fall where it is. Well, we hope they would fall, and we can make people proud. You, you've been doing this a while. You, you, you know what uh, what to look for. What, what's what, Every year, this comes around this time of year. Is there an excitement level that sticks in you? Uh, you're like, all right, man, wow, this is it. This is the time, man. We, well, get, yeah, to, we get to play. Definitely. Uh, you know, it's, it's you know, competition. Uh, we're competing. They're keeping score, so you definitely want to win. And the kids are excited. And it's uh, better than just definitely going against each other, against ourselves. So get a chance to compete against some other teams, people you don't see much. So, you know, when they're keeping score, we try to win. So it's definitely going to get a little competitive here today, and I'm excited. Yeah, and, and just talk about some of the guys that you have. Obviously, you're talking about Blanco a little bit, but there's going to be other pieces of your program that are going to kind of have to step up as well, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, we have the uh, real good receiver back in Cullen Charles. Quarterback is a returner, and in up front, we uh, return a lot. Defensively is the question mark, but we have some good kids uh, who we've really been working hard this summer. And, you know, seven on seven won't uh, get with us, but our line, I think, is going to be a key part to our success. Good stuff. Uh, when, you, when you look at uh, starting off the season, uh, I mean, do you, how do you set up your schedule? I mean, obviously you have, uh, do you set it up to where pre-district, you know, you're trying to test yourself or uh, what, what's your thing? Oh, yeah, definitely. We're in the belief that uh, iron sharpens iron. Uh, when you look at our uh, preseason uh, pre schedule, pre-district schedule, we're playing against champions. So, you know, we want to be that, so we have to play that. So uh, definitely when you look at uh, the, the schedule, it, it's, uh, it's, you know, a little daunting, but I think our kids will benefit from it in the end. Good stuff, Coach. Thanks so much for the time. Appreciate you. Appreciate Love the hat. Appreciate you. With the hat, that's where it's at. All right, that's going to do it uh, for now. <laughs> we'll talk to you later.